Welcome back to another episode of The Root of the Matter. I am your host, Dr. Rachel Carver, and today we are very fortunate to have Trina Felber, who is the uh, founder of Primal Life Organics. She is actually a registered nurse, and um, she founded this company by having her own personal story, which I'll let her tell in a minute, but she's been over 10 years now where she's kind of been exposing the hypertoxic personal care products that are really prevalent in society today. She's been featured nationally on Dr. Oz, CBS, NBC, Fox, and worldwide podcasts. She's also a mom of three, an author of the book, Beauty's Dirty Secrets. And like me, she's on a mission to educate the world about the connection of oral health to systemic health. That's one of her missions. She's got, got a lot of missions. So Trina, thank you again for coming on and tell us a little bit again how how you evolved this skincare beauty product line to create more health. Thanks, Dr. Carver. Super excited to be here. I can't wait to mouth off with you. I absolutely <laughs> love this topic. It's a passion of mine. For me, this journey started right after I graduated from anesthesia school. I'm a nurse anesthetist. I got my master's degree. I thought I was set in my path. And my husband and I got married in Fiji. And so this was back in 2000 and let's see, 2008 uh, or 2007, actually. We got married in Fiji and I was turning 40. So we knew we wanted to start a family right away. Ended up getting pregnant on the honeymoon. Super excited because I was turning 40 and thought, wow, I'm going to have a problem. It's going to be a struggle. Infertility sort of runs in my family. And so I was really shocked that I actually was pregnant. And then at week seven, I miscarried. And it was that miscarriage that literally sparked in me, what can I do to help my body um, be as healthy as possible? We had already, we, we, we were eating pretty healthy. We worked out. So I was pretty health-minded. I've always been very health-minded. But we took a deeper dive into our environment. We got rid of all the toxins and the laundry detergent and the cleaning supplies but it never dawned on me that my skincare was literally polluting my body with poison until I got pregnant again with my daughter. I was at week seven, same spot I was when I miscarried, very in tune, praying that this wouldn't happen again. And I was getting ready for work one morning and I glanced down at my moisturizer and it was supposedly an organic type of moisturizer. I thought it was healthy. And I read some of the ingredients and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like chemicals in here. And that's when my eyes were open for the first time. It was no longer about me. I had always had really oily skin. I always had acne. I had gone through all of the acu ac acne treatments like Accutane twice and topicals and prescription, all that stuff. Nothing ever worked. But here I was at a crossroads. It wasn't about me anymore. I went to the kitchen and put olive oil on my skin and started dabbling with oils. And lo and behold, my skin started clearing up for the first time. So that's when I literally started making my, my skincare products. And I, of course, then I started making baby products because I had my daughter. And it, I saw the biggest change. And my acne went away. My oiliness was completely gone. My skin normalized for the first time. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And that's when I realized that a lot of the things that are put in skincare, not only do they cause disruption in our body, whether they're cause inflammation or hormone disruptors or cause cancer, but they're also creating chaos or havoc on our skin as well and causing skin conditions. So that's actually the story of how the company actually started. It started in my kitchen and now we are a worldwide company shipping to everywhere. 
It's great. And I mean, the array of products that you have is amazing. From skincare to hair care to deodorant and obviously oral health. So tell me again, I think it wasn't immediately, but what, where did you get into the oral health? Yeah. So when, when my, it was about two years later, when my daughter was turning two, it's so funny. It kind of all revolves around my daughter. But when <laughs> when she was turning two, she had a molar erupt. I never really thought about dental health. I mean, as a nurse, we we learned that dental health was important. We took care of people's oral health, mouth swabs, things like that. But it wasn't like in the medical society, oral health is just not really talked about when it really is the gatekeeper for your health. And so when she was two, she had a molar erupt that had what looked like a cavity and it was a defect in the tooth. So we took her to the dentist. He said, he looked at the tooth and said, that's a natural cavitation. And it was pretty significant. He said it happened in utero when she was being developed. That tooth had an issue, some, like probably something happened with me when that tooth was being developed. I probably had a bacterial infection or stress or something. But he said the tooth was pretty significantly had a defect. So most likely the tooth was going to have to be pulled within a year. But what he wanted to do was put a temporary filling in it. And then the temporary filling would fall out probably every two to three months. And he said, every time it falls out, we'll just reevaluate. Do we pull it or do we put another temporary filling? So as we were leaving, he knew I was upset because I did know that the tooth meridians are the channel or the connection of the teeth to the organs. So for people that aren't familiar with the tooth meridians, every tooth is connected to an organ and it happens during development. Te your teeth are being developed at the same time as organs. And so when it coincides, it has this little meridian, which is like your meridian channels, the exact same thing that you have with acupuncture and acupressure. But it's a connection where if something's going on inside the mouth with a tooth, you might show symptoms of that organ having problems. Or the vi the opposite might be true. If you, you have an organ having problems, you might end up with a toothache for absolutely no reason. So I knew that there was this connection. So of course I was upset. And he says, don't worry, mom. I'm walking out the door. We put a temporary filling in it. Now we just hope for the best. And I thought, those were fighting words. <laughs> Looking back, I'm so glad he said that to me because I was like, what? I am not going to hope for the best. So I literally went home, started researching, and I thought, once I started doing my research, I was like, he's absolutely right. If I don't do anything different, we are going to pull the tooth within a year. I found Dr. Weston A. Price. He was a dentist in the early 1900s. He discovered the link between sugar and cavities way back when. The ADA, he was a part of the ADA. The ADA pretty much buried his research. They didn't really want us knowing what he found out. But I was able to put together from his research and what I saw, um, takeaways. And I developed an oral wellness program. I started with my dirty mouth tooth powder. And I was doing this for my daughter. I really wasn't doing it to sell it. But I was like, I'm going to see if I can get that tooth one year and one day. And if I can get it beyond that. And so I created my dirty mouth tooth powder based off of his research, indicating that the mouth has to be alkaline. There has to be minerals present to remineralize the teeth and you need to detox the tissues of the mouth. So that's what I did, created that. And before I forget to tell you the punchline, my daughter's tooth after using, that's all she used was my dirty mouth tooth powder. The tooth fell out naturally at the age of 12. So that tooth lasted 10 years. The original filling that was supposed to fall out every two to three months was still in place. We never had 
any issues with that tooth. In fact, the tooth had actually remineralized or mineralized over that temporary filling, which is why it lasted so long, to prevent the bacterial infection or the bacterial invasion of that tooth. And that's literally what saved her tooth. So I did my job as a mom. I saved her tooth and it fell out naturally 10 years later with that same filling. And my daughter is now 15. My twin boys are 13 and they have zero cavities. Other than that original cavity, we've had zero cavities for my kids. So I think I'm doing something right. I think that's such an important story for for the audience to kind of absorb and think about. I mean, a lot of people just think their teeth are just these mechanical things to chew our food. But every tooth, as you said, is on a meridian. Every tooth is its own organ, right? I tell my patients all the time, every tooth has its own blood supply, nerve supply, lymph supply. And it is 100% possible to remineralize. I mean, this is what's happening, just like with our bones. Our bones are constantly remodeling all day, every day. Same exact thing with our tooth. So... And most of the time, unfortunately, right, in our toxic environment today, we have our buckets are just overflowing so much quicker, right? All this toxicity is creating this imbalance, right? And it's creating a total imbalance in the oral microbiome. There's way too much, you know, toxicity. We talk about it all the time that even with gum disease, it's not that all of a sudden one day you swallow a bad bug. It's that there's so much toxicity that the environment has become Mm -hmm. acidic. And now these so-called bad bugs are able to thrive in that poor environment, right? So how do we how do we shift back to the healthy environment? And exactly what you said, what Weston Price talked about, what he found, we've talked about it multiple times on the, the podcast, when he went to all these native populations, mm-hmm. the common thread, even though their diets were vastly different, the common thread of the diets was the high content of the fat-soluble vitamins, vitamin A, D, E, and K. And they had 10 times the amount of minerals than you see in the industrialized world, the, the traditional diets we tend to have today. So when we're to, when I'm talking to my patients, just like you did, so you created this mineralized tooth better that not only detoxified the toxins that were creating that shift to an acidic environment, you supplied the minerals, right? So this is another thing we also often talk to our patients about. Do not use fluoride, right? I know there's research that shows fluoride helps remineralize, but fluoride isn't, at least especially the fluoride that is found in the the toothpaste and the water supply, that is not naturally occurring in tooth structure. And what fluoride does is it kills bacteria. It's so toxic that it kills bacteria. But if it's that toxic to bacteria, what do you think it does to our cells? It's a proven neurotoxin. We know that. So let's, let's, push aside the fluoride for now. And again, let's focus on those fat-soluble vitamins, on the minerals, because that is how we really get get the health here. So I have a lot of moms who come who are very holistically minded when their kids have a lot of cavity and they're so frustrated because they feel like they're doing everything right. And I think the big piece that they're missing is removing the toxins. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, 100%. You're, you're totally speaking my language. I love it. <laughs> exactly. So, so that's, again, tell us a little bit more about what's in that, that tooth powder. Yeah. So let me back up and, and kind of reiterate exactly what you said. Part of the problem, and it's not that you're doing anything wrong. We're, you're doing what you're told. Most people, you're doing exactly what you're told. You're brushing twice a day, probably flossing, doing water picks, some people, but 
we're using the wrong type of products. It's literally a swap of the products. The products on the market are actually increasing the acid levels inside your mouth. When you read the ingredients, you will understand that not only are they killing healthy bacteria or the bad bacteria, but they're killing your healthy bacteria. And the difference between the two types of bacteria in the mouth, the healthy bacteria is alkaline. It thrives in that alkaline environment, whereas the non-healthy bacteria thrives in an acidic environment. Unfortunately, as you were saying, our environment is so toxic. Our foods are now very elk or very acidic, including all the processed foods, very acidic, no nutrients, very few nutrients in them. So your mouth is constantly in a state of acidosis. During acidosis, a couple things happen. That bacteria that thrives in that will continue to thrive and create more acid because as it's kind of like cancer, it's exactly like cancer. Cancer thrives in an acidic environment. And it when the cells, cancer cells die, they explode and release acid. And that acid is their insurance that their buddies will stay alive. It creates that acidic environment. Same thing inside your mouth. The bacteria is eating sugar and creating more acid in the mouth, wearing away at your enamel and your gum tissue. So it's going to wear both of those away. When your mouth is acidic, that's when minerals leave your teeth. They leave the enamel. It's the door. The door is open. Minerals are leaving. The reverse is opposite. When you're alkaline, that's when minerals go back in the teeth. So, but there has to be minerals present. And that's part of the problem is that our nutrients are our soil. Even if you're eating organic foods, the soil is so mineral depleted that our ancestors could have eaten two carrots and gotten great mineral content. We're going to have to eat 20 carrots today to get that same mineral content. So the food just isn't, it's, it's not supplying the types of minerals and the amount of minerals that we actually need to sustain our health. And unfortunately, the dental products are actually making it worse because most of them, like you said, are so fluoride-based. That's the only type of ingredient they have in there that they claim is putting minerals back in your teeth, but it's really not. Or it, it does, but it does it in the wrong way. And then they're, they're not... They're, they're making it more acidic in your mouth. They're killing off your good bacteria, which is supposed to rebalance out that bacteria and make it more alkaline. Your saliva is the other key component. The saliva is the one in secretion we're not really talking about, but it's like your lifeline. Your saliva is how digestion starts. Humans are the only mammals that actually have digestive proteins in their saliva. So digestion truly starts inside of our mouth, but we also have antiviral, anti bacterial type and antifungal components. So if you're exposed to something in the environment, someone sneezes, you pick up your, your, your drink when it's been sneezed on and you didn't know or whatever, and you, and something lands in your mouth, a virus or a bacteria, your, your saliva really should be able to kill that inside your mouth. But because our saliva isn't, isn't an acidic environment now, it can't neutralize it. These things are rendered incapable. So you're, you get to the root cause of things. And one of the biggest root causes of disease systemically is this acidic environment inside the mouth, rendering your saliva incapable of protecting you anymore. And then wearing away at your gum tissues, which opens the gate. We call it leaky gum syndrome, just like leaky gut syndrome opens the gate. So these toxins and things can get into your gum tissue, then into your vascular system. And that's how it travels throughout the body. 
The other key component is that when you don't have healthy bacteria inside your mouth, so mouthwash and toothpaste that's killing everything, you cannot make nitric oxide production. You cannot make your own nitric oxide. You can make it internally through the enzymatic processes because there's two ways your body makes nitric oxide. However, the second pathway is inside your mouth, but you have to have healthy bacteria inside your mouth to convert the nitrates in your diet to nitrites. And then you swallow that. And in your gut, the healthy bacteria in your gut converts it to nitric oxide. So nitric oxide is extremely important for vasodilation. That, that's really important for heart health, important for sexual health, fertility, infertility, directly related, preterm labor, directly related to that. Um, erectile dysfunction for both men and women, also for immune system, brain health, sleep, and all sorts of things. So that's the other root connection of oral health and systemic health is that nitric oxide pathway gets completely destroyed. Yeah. And so let's, let's reiterate that what you said. I'm like, you already got all my talking points that I had. <laughs> Did <laughs> so I hit them all? Fantastic. You're already in my head and you know what we should talk about. So it's fantastic. So yes, about the, the nitric oxide, one of the other major important ways we get that is nasal breathing, right? So yeah. in, in, in dentistry, we're always trying to encourage good, uh, good um, nose breathing. So many of us are mouth breathers because of all these toxins. We are, we have allergies. Our mucous membranes, our nose tends to be a little bit more congested than ever before in, you know, the history of the world. So we've become more mouth breathers, which that creates more sympathetic overdrive, yep. which leads to more stress, which shuts down our digestion. So we can't absorb the minerals that we need to keep our teeth healthy. So it's kind of a vicious cycle here. So the, the point is not to scare everybody and not to say, Oh my God, what are we ever going to do? But what, what we really are trying to do is just create awareness so that nobody's going to be perfect. You're, you're going to, my kids still love Chick-fil-A. Everyone, fine, eat the Chick-fil-A once. Is it every day? No, but we have to also live in this world and, and manage. So creating that awareness. So when we can, we make the best choices that we can. And again, we're told all these things. So how do we rifle through and figure out what is, what is true or not? But again, about the nitric acid, what you said about the mouthwash, I mean, Listerine. I don't believe in any of these mouth rinses. And, and also you mentioned about the, the toothpaste and a lot of the so-called healthy, organic, holistic toothpaste, they all focus more on killing mm -hmm. than they do on creating this healthy environment. And that is yep. where, so even some of these more holistic or organic brands really miss the mark too. So again, because the problem is a overabundance of toxicity, and a nutrient depleted state, what we need to do for create health is remove the toxins and replenish the nutrients, right? So if we just kill, 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 we're never solving the problem of why they became the, the so-called bad ones overgrew in the first place. So yeah. you really don't make much progress. Maybe we don't get it worse, but we don't, we can't reverse the problem, which it is 100% possible to reverse all of these issues. And that's what I want people to know. So many people think, oh, just I have this autoimmune disease oh, forever. I've got to carry this burden. I'm labeled now with I have periodontal disease forever. No, we got to stop thinking about that. The body is a was designed in this perfect, magical way that knows how to work perfectly. We just have to give it what it needs. Take away what is what is problematic, right? So we talk about on the podcast all the time too, like certain drugs, right? Statins and PPIs, your body isn't deficient. 
in a prescription drug, right? There's some kind of inflammation or acidity or, and most often depletion, right? Because as you said, our soils have become so deficient today that even when you think you're eating, I mean, I, I did, I don't know, a webinar a while ago and I was researching all this. I mean, they were saying, just like you said with the carrots, I think you had to eat eight oranges to get the amount of vitamin C you could from one just a generation ago. So that's that's crazy what's happening with the food supply. And and as you mentioned before, why are minerals so important and why they're getting sucked out of the teeth? Why is that happening? Well, because most of us are acidic because of the environment we live in, the way that we neutralize acidity is minerals. And so they are. And where is the biggest store of minerals? It's in our teeth and our bones. So that's where we start to see see those issues. So that's why it's important. I would love to tell people just eat a whole foods diet and you're good to go. But I don't I think, unfortunately, in our modern world today, it's not going to be sufficient. You know? And I think so many of us people talk about the MTHFR. Right. And, and it seems to be in my experience that that's more common than not. So I think a lot of us. And I started thinking about the other day, I was like, both of my kids end up getting homozygous for MTHFR, which if you're not familiar with that, that is a methylation enzyme, which allows us to detox. So in this super toxic world, it's very important that uh, we're able to methylate these toxins and get them out of our body. So I started to think, geez, evolutionarily, that doesn't, why would my kids, that's against all genetic odds, that both of them would have the two copies of the, the so-called bad enzyme. Therefore, their enzyme is only 30% effective at clean. And then I started to think, well, because we're in such a toxic world, maybe it's better because they are going to be like the canaries in the coal mine, right? So they get skin issues sooner, which is a signal, hey, something's going on. Whereas if they were able to clean them out more efficiently, perhaps more would build up. I don't know. That, that's the way I've come to, to think about it because <laughs> I make myself feel better. So, all right. They'll be able to, to, to fix themselves or help themselves create, make better choices, right? If they start to develop some kind of symptoms, right? So yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about your latest blogs have talked a lot about this mast cell sensitivity, which I think is really common and talk a little about the mold and the histamines, maybe talk a little bit about that. Yeah, what I've been really looking at is people have like you're talking about have these problems. And of course, when you're researching, you, you get this new diagnosis and you start researching, there's a lot of information out there. But what I've seen a very big lack of is information about these, how these conditions, what is actually triggering these conditions are things that you might not even be aware of and you're using every single day. So how can you actually feel better and expect to get better when you're continuously polluting your body? And what I've discovered is, so mast cell activation, they're all very similar in like phys physiology is where your body is reacting to certain types of things. Triggers is what you can call them. So mold is creating like these allergy symptoms and sickness, illness type symptoms, toxicity. Same thing with histamine intolerance. You have too much histamine in your body or your body is producing more histamine as a re response to some triggers. And one of the problems with our skincare products and even our dental products, as we're talking about, is that they're so heavy on chemicals and these chemicals, these artificial colors, these fragrances, fragrance is horrible. Big triggers in, in those phthalates, parabens, 
all of these chemicals are creating more inflammation in the body and potentially being a trigger. So think about the number of products you're using every day, your deodorant, your body moisturizers, your face moisturizers, your soaps, all of those things. You're constantly putting 10 chemicals because a lot of skincare products, when you read an ingredient list, no lie, a lot of times there's a minimum of 10 chemicals in them. And those chemicals, you use 10 products times 10 chemicals, that's at least 100 chemicals you've just exposed your body to. And even someone that doesn't have mold intolerance or mold toxicity or mast cell activation, you're getting symptoms internally that you don't even know you're having, which will potentially lead to inflammatory diseases, autoimmune diseases down the road. We are over toxic. Like you were talking about, our bodies have become so over toxic that our body, our liver can no longer compensate and keep up. So you start storing these extra chemicals in your body fat. You also can store them in your brain because believe it or not, leaky brain syndrome is very real and it doesn't just happen in elderly adults. It happens when you're younger, you get brain fog. You have to wonder, is my brain, my blood brain barrier leaky? And there's a lot of different things that can create that leakiness, including inflammation, including fluoride, including aluminum. These are the things that you're putting in your body through deodorant or toothpaste every single day, and they can open that channel. So toxins can literally get in your brain, which is a fat tissue. So things will store in fat tissue, and it's very hard to mobilize things out of fat tissue. And what happens over time, and many of these chemicals we're finding are forever chemicals, your body can't break them down. So you're kind of stuck with them. It's very hard to break down some. It's, it blows my mind. Dental floss. Dental floss. Most dental flosses are made with forever chemicals. So you're flossing your teeth. When you floss your teeth, the majority of people will get bleeding. You're, at some point, maybe not every time, but you'll get some bleeding. And if you're brushing with or flossing with something that's got a forever chemical, that is a direct entry point for those forever chemicals to get into your bloodstream and travel wherever they deem to go, which is why, you know, heart health is so connected to oral health because one of the first places that that blood goes, it's, it's, vascular blood going back to the lungs to be reoxygenated, then going to the heart to be pumped throughout the body. So it's, it's really, the connection is, is astounding. When we talk about when, when we, when I, when we talk about how to fix the problem, I love the idea that you said that it's all fixable because that's one of my sayings. Everything, first of all, even on the ADA website, I don't know if they still have it. I tried looking for it a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, I don't see this on here anymore, but it used to be. I took a screenshot. Cavities and gum disease are 100% preventable. 100, not 99, not 90% preventable, 100% preventable. So then why? Why, why, why does everybody, almost every adult suffer with cavities, receding gums, bleeding gums? Children today still have gum disease, not maybe not as severe, but gum disease and cavities, and it's preventable. So the idea is, yes, you can reverse all of these things. And it's actually not hard. I mean, just like what I did with my daughter, which is a little bit different than having a natural cavity or a cavity from like a sugar and acid type of instance. Hers was more of a natural, but you can reverse that acid mouth and create more of 
alkalinity inside the mouth through diet, through the supplements that you're taking as well. That's definitely going to help. But through the products that you're using, and what I notice from a lot of people is they've made a lot of diet changes. They've made lifestyle changes, but they don't think about because they didn't know about the dental products causing a problem. And the minute they make the switch to my oral wellness program, three days later, they're like, my teeth aren't sensitive anymore. And my gums look so much better. And I went to the dentist and I don't have any plaque. So it happens very quickly when you when you put the right conditions inside the mouth. It's all about the environment. That's why I love that you said that word. I always say it's the environment in your mouth. The reason that your bones are more, so your bone tissue is made up of the exact same minerals as your teeth. And in fact, your teeth are harder than bones because of the environment that they're in. Your your mouth is more, it has to be acidic at times because most of the food, even healthy food, like meats and coffee might not be healthy to some people, but coffees and tea and that drinks that most of our food is acidic. So your mouth is always bouncing between acid and alkaline. You just want to get it back to that neutral and alkaline state as much as possible. But your bones are in more of a neutral. Your pH is 7.35 to 7.45. You're not going to get that influx in, of that acidic environment and then making it alkaline. It's very stable. So your bones and your teeth are made up of the exact same minerals, but the difference is because of the environment inside your mouth. So when I created my oral wellness program, looking at what Dr. Weston A. Price said, you've got to have an alkaline and condition inside the mouth. So by putting baking soda in my dental products, I'm making the pH so that it is alkaline. And there's this couple of things that happen when you do that. When you're brushing with something that's alkaline, the bacteria that is acidic and and can't survive in an alkaline environment dies. There is no way for it to actually thrive in an alkaline environment. That's how people have actually cured themselves of cancer. They go on an alkaline diet, they create an alkaline environment inside their body and it can't survive. So the same thing, you're brushing. People are amazed that they'll have plaque buildup and then they're brushing with my dental products and mainly because it's alkaline, that plaque gets busted up and gone. So it's that environment. So it's alkaline. We put minerals in it. Clay is one of my favorite modalities to use. I love clay. I, I, I do clay internal detoxes monthly. And then I do clay baths. I, I just clay masks. I love clay. Clay has that detoxification power where I, it creates this ionic bond. So if you have heavy metals, which most of us, one of the, I, I think probably the easiest way for having metals to get in the body is through our gum tissue. And you think about your gums and your, all of your oral tissues are exposed to pollution as well as all the contaminants in the foods that we eat, pesticides, glyphosate, all of those things that even if you're organic, when you're eating out, you're not really eating organic at most places. So we don't think about that, but all of those things can live in your tissues and clay while you're brushing with a clay-based tooth powder, that clay is going to create an ionic bond and pull these types of toxins, the heavy metals and those types of things out of your tissue so that you don't absorb them into your body. So the clay is really good, but it also has a plethora of minerals. Your teeth are made up of calcium and phos, but they also have other minerals. They have some magnesium and manganese and silica and a bunch of other minerals, not as many, but they're in there and it's a lock and key. When you lose a manganese mineral in your tooth, you cannot replace it with a calcium mineral. It really has to be the manganese. And if you don't have manganese in your mouth, when there's an alkaline environment, 
at that exact spot where you lost it, you're not going to ever put that piece of the puzzle back together. So what I love about the clay is that it has all of these minerals. I use a blend of three. I use bentonite, white kaolin, and French green. French green is one of my favorite because it's from the sea. So you're also going to get the, the phytonutrients, the plant nutrients from like LJ and other plants, which are really great for healing. French green clay has anti, anti-inflammatory and anti-pain type of properties to it. So if you can reduce inflammation and reduce pain in your gum tissue, you will speed the healing of the gum tissue also while you're cleansing it. So that was the third piece is cleansing it. So you're going to get all the minerals. I also use nanohydroxyapatite. We added that a couple years ago, which is the exact minerals also in your teeth. But if you're using, here's the other piece of natural dental products where they miss the mark is that they'll put the calcium and they'll put nanohydroxyapatite in but they won't make it alkaline. There's no baking soda. There's nothing in there making it alkaline. So you're brushing with something that's neutral. In a neutral environment, it's neutral. Minerals are not going in your teeth and they're not coming out of your teeth. So you can brush all day long with your nanohydroxyapatite toothpaste, but you're going to spit all of those minerals back in the sink. They're not going to get back into your teeth and make your teeth stronger and more cavity resistant. So it has to be alkaline. The other problem with some of the natural toothpaste is that they put glycerin in it. Glycerin is a, it's like real slippery. And what it does is it, it puts a coating like a saran wrap coating on your teeth. It doesn't last all day, but while it's on your teeth, minerals can't, it's a block. Minerals can't get in your teeth. So even if that toothpaste, which I see all the time, glycerin and nanohydroxyapatite. And I'm like, why? You just wasted your money. You are literally spitting that back out. People ask me about probiotics for the teeth, for the mouth. And I'm like, well, I have, okay. My thoughts on it, they're good and bad. You tell me what you're using to brush your teeth, because if you're brushing and using Listerine and brushing with something that's killing all the bacteria, and then you're trying to put a probiotic in your mouth, you're, you're, you're defeating the purpose. You have acid in your mouth. That probiotic's not going to survive. So it's a waste of money. And if you're actually brushing with the right products and you're creating an alkaline environment, you don't necessarily need a probiotic, maybe to get you over a bump if you had a, an infection or something, but you don't necessarily need a probiotic. It's like your gut. It's the ecosystem. When your gut is healthy, you don't need to take probiotics because your gut has its own ecosystem that it's created specifically for you. And sometimes when you disrupt that, even what seems like it's a good thing can actually be a bad thing if it's not what your body needs. So that's where I've landed. And mouthwash, I know we touched on that. I would say probably 97% of the mouthwashes out there are not formulated correctly. They're formulated to kill, like you said, kill, wipe out, sterilize everything. And that's the biggest no-no. Not only are you not going to make nitric oxide, but you're going to end up with that acid mouth. And so my solution was a gumdrop. So I created gumdrops, which are an olive oil base. And it's a dropper you put, and it's got 11 essential oils. So it's going to soothe. Olive oil is amazing with nutrients. It also has the fat soluble type of nutrients in it. That's very important for oral health. And it's got squalene in it. And then the essential oils are going to help support a healthy microbiome while increasing blood flow and reducing inflammation in the mouth, which is so important, reducing that inflammation. 100%. 
That's a lot to unpack there, but so much amazing, amazing information. Just to go back even from the beginning when you were talking about the leaky brain, right? So we had, we know leaky gut, there's leaky mouth, just like you explained. Any kind of, any surface, any place there's a membrane can be leaky. You can have leaky vessels, right? Anything can be leaky when there's inflammation. And when you talked about the toxin getting deposited in the brain, it's a real big problem, right? Alzheimer's and other types of dementia are really increasing dramatically. And, and most neurologists might tell you, well, it's not reversible. There's nothing you can do about it. And a lot of them, the drugs were targeting these amyloid plaques. But what they found is those plaques were a natural response to inflammation. So same thing when you're trying to kill something, you know, with a mouthwash, again, you're trying to get rid of these plaques. The plaques weren't the problem. The plaques were your body's natural response to inflammation. So we got to go farther back and see why do we have this inflammation? And in my opinion, I say this all the time, I don't care what your diagnosis is, it always comes down to toxins and or infections, right? These are the main things and again, we're all different. We have different genetics, different environments. So we may manifest our symptoms differently. But if you really dial back down, it all comes down to these toxins. So we have to create this awareness. And, and as you were saying before, the skin, that's our largest organ. And mm -hmm. things are absorbed through, we don't really think about it because we're not eating it. So it's not getting into our body. Absolutely. Everything we put on our skin is absorbed into the body. So it's, and like you said, especially as women, we may put 10 products between our hair and our face and our, our arms and legs. Um, and like you said, a hundred chemicals you could be putting your body within 30 minutes, right? And then then you go out and you are exposed to the world and not to mention what you're, what you're gonna eat. So the end of the day, I mean, you, is it is it unthinkable to think you could have a thousand chemicals in your body in one day? I, I don't really think so. Uh, we know now our water, our water is so polluted. Even I, I even tested my own well water and found I, the, the test was looking for this PFAS that you're seeing now, these plastics, which are also like these forever chemicals. They, there have been studies showing these spring waters. We tend to think, oh, drink spring water because it's better than tap water. However, they're finding these plastics in spring water. My own well water had one, one out of 75, but still my well water had a plastic. And I was like, oh my God, we use distilled water. But I mean, again, it's, it's just crazy how many toxins are out there. And that's really what's leading to all this, all this inflammation. And I really love what you said, how you described about the, the tooth. And that's why I really, I, I like a lot of powders that, that, that basis, because exactly what you said. How are those minerals? You can have some, a product that has minerals in it, but is it being absorbed, right? I think this is right. the problem with a lot of supplementation and things. It may look good on the package or everything, but is your body able to get it in? I, I read one of your blogs, you're talking about vitamin A, right? Certain things. What is, is it the right form? A lot of supplement, vitamin A, we know is absolutely vital. It's one of those fat soluble vitamins. It's very crucial for oral health, for oral facial development. But it's, most of the supplements have a retinal palmitate, which is mm -hmm. not really our, our body. True vitamin A really comes from like liver per se. It's one of kind of those best sources. We can, we can, if you are able to, when we eat orange vegetables, right, we can get beta carotene. And if you're fortunate, you can convert that beta carotene to vitamin A. But if you're like me and you can't, that's, that's problematic. So you really have to get 
true vitamin A. So again, we got to think about how things are getting into our body, not just trying to consume them. So that's a really important point. And like you said, you really have to, even if, even just because you think it's organic, like you said, with your moisturizer, right, really still have to be critical and look, look at a lot of those, those ingredients. And I think, like you said, the biggest one is fragrance. I don't know how many times I'm in a drugstore and I'm looking at the, the organic line and I'm like, oh, good, 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 good fragrance. <laughs> Everything's pretty healthy. Everybody adds fragrance. So we know fragrance is usually a phthalate. And it's interesting because you'll see on the labels, no parabens, no sulfates, but they never say no phthalates because they always put the stinking fragrance in of, ugh, super frustrating because there are natural sources. But if something just says fragrance, you don't know what's in that. And likely it's one of those phthalates that's been highly correlated to uh, disrupting our hormones. And you mentioned infertility that is just skyrocketing these right. days um, between the chemicals, the Wi-Fi all that kind of, of stuff. It's again, hard to get away from. Yeah. Oh, I would love to come back and talk more about skincare. I do a talk about skincare and the worst ingredients in skincare and mm -hmm. how to really read a skincare label. I have some really good tips on that. So if you're open to that and your audience would Absolutely. like that, it would be so fun. It, it's a really, I, I hate to combine them with dental because they're both such big topics when you mm -hmm. unpack them that I don't want anything to get lost, but I would love to come back and chat about that with well, you. Fabulous. We'll set that up. So in our last 15 minutes or so, I'd love to talk a little bit about red light and yeah. how we use kind of red light and blue light in our mouth. I think some of us may be familiar with standing in front of the red light panel and, and for the skin, but how is that beneficial for the mouth? I love light therapy. I love it. Whenever you put the lights on, things like disappear, like it cleans, it's cleansing. So I discovered the benefits of red and blue light for oral health. And one of my main, my main goals was to get people past the inflammation stage so the healing can begin. Because during the inflammation stage, you really got to calm. It's really hard to do any kind of healing. The body is in overdrive. And you've got to get past that inflammation. So red light therapy, just like it's used for beauty, wound therapy, red light therapy increases blood flow, reduces inflammation, and then also improves collagen production, which is important for the health and integrity of the tissue. So inside the mouth, basically my, so I made an oral wellness or a, um, a mouthpiece that is a teeth whitening device, but it does more than whiten the teeth, as you'll understand in a second. And the mouthpiece actually has 16 red and 16 blue LED lights. And these are different than UV lights. UV lights aren't, aren't good. A lot of times in dentist office, that's what they use is UV. But the, the, LED lights are more of that therapeutic type of light. And the LED, the red lights is for the, the red light is for the gum tissue. I always think red and gum tissue. It's for the healing of the gum tissue. So it's going to increase the blood flow, reduce inflammation, and then also increase that collagen production, which is important for the gums as well. So that's what the red light therapy does. And even if you're someone who doesn't have gum issues right now, you never know you have gum issues until you are way into gum issue health. <laughs> I always tell people it's a device that is, it's proactive, but it's also therapeutic to heal. So it's preventative and it's a healing modality. 
the blue light is really cool. The blue light. And like you said, like what I love about light therapy is it doesn't just hit the surface. It actually penetrates. So when we're talking about the gum tissue, we're talking about possibly getting between the teeth, which is tough. It's tough to get between there with anything other than maybe a floss pick and, and possibly even into the pockets of the gums. And a lot of my patients that have used the, that use the red light, when they go back for their dental checkups, their dentists are shocked at the, the healing of their gum tissue, how quickly it's healed. Cause I mean, dentists see people regularly who have gum disease and very rarely does it change for the better. I mean, you can ask just about any dentist. No, typically it gets worse. It rarely gets better. And they're starting to see these people come in that are using red light therapy and their gums are actually healing. And they're like, what are you doing? So the blue light therapy is really great because this is the one that I really love. Harvard did a study a couple of years ago on blue light therapy inside the mouth. And what they discovered is that bacteria, that's the harmful, that acidic bacteria has a little piece inside of it. I call it like a little heme molecule that when it's exposed to this, the, the right wavelength of blue light, that piece explodes and kills the bacteria instantly. Healthy bacteria doesn't have that. So the alkaline healthy bacteria that you want inside your mouth is not affected by blue light because it doesn't have that piece in it. So what this essentially does, you put this light, blue light inside your mouth, and I always think of it like popcorn inside my mouth. Any of that unhealthy bacteria, as soon as it's exposed, that piece explodes and it's like popcorn. These these bacteria are just dying. So blue light's going to, it's going to whiten the teeth a little bit because that bacteria that causes the, the acidic bacteria is yellowish in color. So that's why plaque looks kind of yellowish in color. So it's going to help get rid of that bacteria, whiten the teeth a little bit like that. But it's going to be so beneficial at getting rid of that acidic bacteria to convert the environment to be alkaline the majority of the time. So that's what the light therapies do. The difference also is that my system comes with a peroxide-free gel. Peroxide is just like um, alcohol or bleaches. It's um, harmful to the healthy bacteria. And it's also harmful to the gum tissue and the actual infrastructure of the tooth. Peroxide is the number one ingredient that's used for whitening the teeth. And the what I've discovered the problem is, is that, or how it, how it works to whiten the teeth, your teeth be- below the enamel. So when the enamel is thick, your teeth are white. The enamel is supposed to be thick. It's the whitest part of the tooth. As your enamel gets thinner and thinner over the years because of the mineral loss, your teeth will start to look dingier and dingier. And some of that might be surface stains, which is easy to remove with the clay-based dental products and that kind of stuff. But it's the dinginess that see-through. Your teeth almost become see-through or transparent. So if you look at your teeth in the mirror and you're like, wow, my enamel looks transparent. What you're seeing is that dingy color of the dentin layer underneath. And the dentin is usually either bluish tinged, grayish tinged, or like a yellow color. So if your teeth look translucent and dingy in one of those colors, your enamel is probably pretty thin. How peroxide works is that you, that that um, inside layer is it has a little bit of fluid in it. It has minerals. It's got minerals. It's got some antibacterial components, but it's also got a little bit of fluid because it's kind of like the shock absorber. So when you're eating and biting, underneath it there is your pulp that has your blood vessels and your nerves. You're not feeling every bite. 
Now, if your teeth start to get sensitive because your enamel is that thin, then that's one of the reasons that you have that sensitive teeth is because things are now being introduced into the dentin and can be caustic to the nerves and there's less fluid possibly. But peroxide dehydrates the dentin. It pulls that fluid out of the dentin layer, making it look more opaque so your teeth look whiter. Unfortunately, by removing that fluid, you're also destroying the infrastructure. So your teeth are more prone to fractures or cracking, which is a big problem, especially as we get older. So with my gel, I created it very similar to how I created my tooth powder and my toothpaste. I make a paste as well. I use the, it's alkaline. It's got minerals from clay it also has nanohydroxyapatite in it and it has essential oils in it. So that while that gel, and it's an olive oil base again, so that it's soothing to the gum tissue. It's not going to wear away at the gums. It's actually going to help improve the blood flow and the, the nutrient content. And it's going to help remineralize your teeth as it's sitting on your teeth. I usually tell people put the gel right on your teeth and then put the device in your mouth. And for the 15, 16 minute treatment, you're going to be getting the benefits of that alkaline environment with the minerals right there in contact with your teeth. You're going to get the red and the blue light. You can do single treatments. You can do a red, you can do a blue, or you can do the combo. Most people do the combo. And you're going to get that intense treatment, which is going to help remineralize your teeth, build up your enamel layer. And as you lay down more and more minerals, your enamel is going to get thicker and thicker, which means your teeth are healthier and healthier, and they're also going to be whiter long-term. So you get, with the treatment, you get six, you get 20 treatments with the, with the kit, the starting kit with the LED. And we suggest doing five treatments a week for the first month. So it's a month's worth of treatments. And then after that, this is an ecosystem that you're going to continue to support. So I usually tell people after the month, if you're happy with your teeth, then you can back down to three treatments a week and then two treatments a week. And somewhere between one and two treatments a week is where people usually land. Sometimes you need to do four to five treatments a little bit longer, depending on the condition of your teeth or your gums. But eventually people usually get down to one or two treatments a week. But you want to connect it with some sort of activity that you're already doing. So it's not one extra thing to do. It just becomes a part of what you do. And a lot of people will do it when they're watching TV, checking their emails. Some people like to do it when they're driving or on their commute to work. I have a lot of women that say they do it when they're making dinner so they can't snack because while the mouthpiece is in your mouth, you can't put anything in your mouth. That's a so it's great a good, idea. <laughs> it's a good deterrent. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I have used that trick too myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've used it. I love it. It's great. My daughter, she's about to turn 15 too. Our kids are the same age. She, she's a big fan. She loves to walk around with that too. So fantastic. Yeah. And I just thought one of the newer products you have are these toothpaste tablets. Tell us a little bit about what those do. I actually really love the tablets. So there's tablets on the market. There's a, a bunch of different brands that have now come out with the, the chewable little tablet. It's like a pellet and you chew it and then you it mixes with your saliva and then you brush. And that's basically your toothpaste that you brush with. What I noticed though, is I couldn't find any that were healthy. Like they, when I look at things, I look at how they're formulated and it's a waste of time and energy and money if you're only going to create more acid in the mouth. And so that was the problem. A lot of them had artificial everything. It's got the fluoride or it's got ingredients that just are not creating wellness. So 
I actually, it took us like 32 tries because it's not easy to create a pellet that's natural, that doesn't have all the binders and fillers because most of them have these binders and fillers, which basically takes up the bulk of the product. So what you're basically brushing with is a bunch of junk that isn't going to do you any good. And the good stuff that might be in there isn't enough to actually do any good. So it took us about 32 tries, but we got it right. And so ours is basically formulated just like our other dental products. They're great for travel. So anybody that does backpacking or any kind of hunting, any, anytime you're out in the in nature, they're great because you don't necessarily need a toothbrush and you don't necessarily need water. If you're at, if you're traveling and you have a toothbrush and yes, you can definitely brush. It's better if you can brush, but I like to carry them with me. And then after dinner at a restaurant, I'll just go to the bathroom, chew it because it's going to re alkalize my mouth. And then I'll just swish it like it is like a mouthwash and then spit it in the sink. And it works really well because they're pellets. So there's no mess. It's not powder. Sometimes if a powder opens, it's explosive in your purse or wherever. Same thing with paste, toothpaste. If it opens, it's messy. But these are little pellets, tablets that really are not, they're mess-free. So I love them. They're, they're actually one of my favorite. They're always in a to-go bag in my work bag. And I just wanted to mention too, I'll give you links for anybody that's interested in our dental detox kit or the LED teeth whitening system. I'll give you links that make sure they clink, click through your links because they'll get a really good discount. Like the LED is about 60% off. And then the detox kit is priced so you can buy a couple kits. You can buy one, three, or six. Because I always like to mention cavities and gum disease are contagious. So anyone that you're living with or intimate with, you always want to make sure that their health is equal or better to your health because you cavities and gum disease, that bacteria back and forth is very contagious. And it's it makes no sense to take care of your health and then continuously get exposed to the bacteria from the people that you're surrounded with. Absolutely. Yeah. So I definitely encourage everybody. So primallifeorganics.com. That's an amazing plethora of, of products. It's absolutely, absolutely amazing. And again, her blog is fantastic. So those of you who are listening, you'd like to be informed. So she has so much great information constantly. I don't know how you find the time, but it's amazing. And it's great for all of us. Is there anything you want to leave us with as we wrap up this episode? Yeah, no, thank you for having me. This is great. I love to get the word out. I just reiterate that you're not stuck with the oral condition, mouth condition, not stuck with the diseases that you have, not stuck with anything. Your body is meant to go back to normal. Your body is always trying to be normalized. And a lot of that chaos that the toxicity is preventing that normalization from happening. So detoxing your mouth, detoxing your body in your environment is so important. And that will help reverse what has been going on so that you can actually look and feel better. And that's my goal, helping everybody look and feel better. And as we know, the healthier our mouth is, the healthier the rest of our body is, right? That the same tissue, that, that gut tissue and the mouth is so accessible, right? It's a lot easier to try to deal with that than trying to fix SIBO or IBS or something like that. But that's all can be contributing because as you said, we're swallowing that bacteria. It's getting every time we brush or floss, if we get a little bit of bleeding, we're putting it in. So that is one relatively easy way that we can really contribute to overall health. And that's kind of my mission. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing all your fabulous knowledge. So we keep creating this awareness and we will, uh, 
put an affiliate link in our show notes for everybody. So you can um, click that on and go check out all of Trina's fantastic products and start getting healthier immediately. So Trina, again, thank you so much, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we will see you on the next episode.